Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning. 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it is time to get into part two of our discussion with Arif Hassan, longtime Vikings writer for The Athletic, for Pro Football Network, and now out on his own on Substack. And so yesterday, in part one, we covered the rise to superstardom. Dalvin Cook up through the 2020 season, becoming one of the best running backs in the league, getting a new contract. So we'll pick it up from there. And Arif, 2021, he dipped a little bit. I'm not saying he wasn't good, but he wasn't as good as 2020. I think that was probably his peak. He did have one huge game here against the Steelers, rushing for 205 yards. So again, a 200-plus yard rushing performance. As we said before, only two other Vikings in team history have ever done that. But again, the injuries here are the issue. That performance against the Steelers, over 200 yards, always impressive when you do that against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. It's especially impressive when you realize it came just 11 days after he dislocated his shoulder. So Cook limited by the shoulder a little bit. His season numbers dipped from the year before. He went from almost 1,600 yards to 1,159 yards, and he goes down to only six touchdowns. His receiving totals dipped to 34 catches, 224 yards, but he does get selected for the Pro Bowl again. 
and he's ranked 31st this time in the top 100 players. So he went from 21 to 20, now down to 31. So you can see him starting to dip a little bit. Not that he's not still good, but he's not quite the dominant player that you had seen him be in 2020. And also, we see the shoulder injury. I thought this was interesting too. Has nothing to do with his playing, but I was curious the story behind this. This is when Cook announced that he was going to be switching to number four. I was unaware of what the story was behind that. I figured you would know. So talk to me a little bit about this 2021 season and what's the deal with the uniform change to number four? Yeah. um, So to to quickly talk about the season, um, this is, I think, an area where uh, you begin to wonder how persistent his injury concerns are, despite how well he did coming back from the Steelers game. It's also... One of the first indications that Cook tends to run a little bit more hesitant uh, after injury than before injury. So he tends to start out seasons a little bit more effective, um, at least uh, on a from a film perspective. I think statistically, there's not a huge difference that you can detect, but he, he tends to play a little bit more explosive before he suffers that kind of injury. And so that's something that, um, you know, you, you have to pay attention to. And that that shoulder injury, I believe, is connected a little bit to the chest injury he had suffered earlier. And that shoulder slash collarbone ends up becoming a somewhat persistent problem for him just kind of overall. Uh, and so this is kind of the area where you're just a, a little bit more concerned, just generally speaking. Um, so the number four is extremely personal to him. So everyone knows that, um, you know, he's he's had uh, a number you know, that that wasn't 33, like at Florida State, right? But uh, number four is, and I believe he was number two at Florida State. I don't think he was number four there. Um, but he did wear number four in high school, both as a running back and as a cornerback. Um, he wore number four because his brother, um, who was a quarterback, his older brother, wore number four. And uh, and his brother uh, passed away. Uh, and uh, and so he wanted to, to take on number four to kind of carry on um, that legacy. Uh, and so uh, both Dalvin Cook and now James Cook really value the ability to wear number four. Um, it's one of a number of reasons that Dalvin doesn't want to play in the same team as James Cook. Of course, he thinks that they're both starting level talents. They don't want to get in each other's way, too. So that's a big part of it. But, um, you know, he's been called four sometimes, like just as a like before he wore four for the Vikings, people just call him four. Uh, and so um, that's that's something that that has I kind of stuck with him for a long time. Um, it's something that you know he's he's always wanted to do, and so when the rule change, uh, you know, allowed him to switch to number four, he did. Now he didn't get to wear number four that season. Uh, he had to change for the twenty twenty two season, I believe. But um, it was something that was uh, really really important to him to be able to do, and the, the NFL kind of allowed that to happen. So you know, he took full advantage of it. Um, but yeah, that that season twenty twenty one, he. He was fairly up and down. You know, if you go through his game log that year, there's a bunch of games where he's below four yards a carry and a bunch of games where he's above five, right? Not a ton in between. Uh, and so there's some games that he would go off and some games he wouldn't. And some of this has to do with the offensive line he has in front of him. But if you take a look at metrics like, you know, forcing missed tackles, if you take a look at metrics like rush yards over expected, you know, he's just not doing as well uh, in 2021 as he did in 20. I don't think anyone thought that he was washed or anything like that, but it became 
you know, this question, right? Because there was this uh, ongoing debate about whether or not you want to give running back second contracts. And obviously, after the first year after Cook got his contract extension, we saw some really great stuff. But that second year, we didn't for reasons that are fairly familiar to people used to this debate, you know, whether it's injury concern, whether it's, you know, reliance on an offensive line to create big holes for you, you know, what have you. Um, But, you know, Cook's volume went down, his efficiency went down. Um, he still produced, you know, over four and a half yards a carry. So it's not as if, you know, he didn't have in at the end of the year um, some pretty good rate statistics, but his success rate overall went down. He became more of a feasted famine back that year. His touchdowns per game or his touchdown total went down. So it was something where you didn't know if there was a decline there, probably not, but certainly you didn't see the guy that that made you know such a great argument for being potentially the best running back in the NFL, despite being in the same league as Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry um, back in 2020. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? It's crazy, right? Good thing that's over, though. The NFL's here and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use the promo code PLAJ to sign up. New customers can take home 200 bucks in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code PLAJ only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, cdkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Like you said, some definite questions after 2021, and those questions continued in 2022. Dalvin Cook put up fairly similar numbers in the aggregate. 1,173 yards rushing, eight touchdowns, 39 catches for 295 yards, two touchdowns, although he did fumble four times and lose them. He went over 100 scrimmage yards in only five games, though. Was named to the Pro Bowl again, but as we know, Arif, sometimes that's not the best thing to look at. It's a nice accolade for these guys, but it's not always the best indicator of the season the guy had. We do know that he had some really fun moments in this season against the Buffalo Bills. We all watched him carry the ball 14 times for 119 yards in a 33-30 victory. And of course, the big one in that comeback, he was electric, 190 scrimmage yards and a receiving touchdown in the overtime victory, the largest comeback victory in NFL history. Then against the Giants, he was okay. Six catches for 10 yards, not all that impressive catching the ball, rushing the ball 15 carries for 60 yards. Really not a huge difference maker. He was just kind of there. And so at the end of this season, the Vikings looked at, as you said, the efficiency numbers, yards above expected and such, where he was toward the bottom of the league. And they looked at what Alexander Madison had done when Dalvin Cook wasn't on the field, even though this was ironically one of Dalvin Cook's healthiest seasons on paper. And they decided to move on from Cook and the contract. Talk to me about that 2022 season and what went into the decision from the Vikings to walk away from Dalvin Cook because they could have tried to work out some sort of new contract. They could have tried to figure something out with him, but it just seems like there was no way that it was going to work out and it was destined for Cook to move on after 2022. Yeah, the 2022 season um, was uh, a little bit up and down again. You know, this is a guy that, you know, when I watched him in camp, had actually played with a lot more athleticism than I'm used to seeing uh, from him in camp. Um, he was always He's always been an athletic player, but he played with a lot of speed in a way that I thought would signal kind of a season that, you know, had him, you know, fully healthy and, and somebody that had the ability to, um, you know, really create big plays again. And that didn't necessarily translate into the season. It seemed like his vision had gotten worse, which is the first time I'd noticed that from somebody like him. And again, we're talking about a player that averaged 4.4 yards carry, that averaged, you know, about 70 yards a game. You know, he played well enough, but he had suffered multiple injuries in 2022 that did not force him to miss any games. He played every game for the first time in his career, but had, you know, piled up in a way that made it difficult for him to play with the same level of efficiency. He's always had, you know, an ankle injury here or there that has slowed him down. That showed up again in 2022. He had a collarbone injury again um, that showed up that kind of limited his ability to be as explosive. Um, as you know, when running backs hold onto the ball with two hands, you know, they don't tend to be 
um, as efficient as runners or as explosive of runners because they're focusing more on ball security and their body just doesn't have the ability to move in the same way. And so um, we saw a little bit of that. Um, but overall, I mean, this was a year where Cook's uh, yardage was just uh, – I mean, the the totals are fine. He was an over 1,000 yard back. Um, like you said, he made the Pro Bowl, but you know it's not you know a great indicator of of true talent. When you take a look at metrics like force missed tackles, rushing yards over expected, once again dropped. And in fact, Cook was one of the worst backs in the league in rushing yards over expected, with a negative number there um, for uh, one of the first times that that we'd seen. So it was a uh, a pretty difficult season for him his attempts per game went down to 15 and a half i think it was the lowest um of his career besides that 2018 season where the vikings wouldn't run the ball um and uh, they played a lot more with alexander madison who also did not have a very good year um but they figured that because you know cook uh wasn't all that efficient wasn't getting the yards the blocking was giving him that they either wanted to rework his contract to, to make it something that was a little bit more comfortable within the cap or you know, let him go and let another team, uh, you know, try to take on his contract or something along those lines. And uh, Alexander Madison was coming up on a contract year. They re-signed him. And so it made it seem pretty clear that um, Dalvin Cook wasn't going to be there for much longer because Madison had the ability to sign at a bunch of places where he would take on a fairly significant role. If he was going to come back to the Vikings and Dalvin Cook was still there, he probably wouldn't have that role. And so um, that was probably part of, of the signals that we received. But I, I think it had been kind of understood throughout um, the offseason that this was going to happen and that Madison signing just kind of reinforced what we already knew. Um, just a, a fairly disappointing year from Cook overall. Uh, you know, the yardage just wasn't there. The situations that he was running in should have given him more yards um, regardless. And his ability to force missed tackles, his ability to read the lanes. All of those seem to be missing. Now, if you talk to his agent, you know, his agent, who obviously has all of the incentive in the world to talk him up, would argue a lot of that has to do with kind of a residual um, hesitancy that comes from the injuries and that he didn't feel like he had the freedom to run in the way that he is best enabled to because of the the piling up injuries and that he needed to have a healthy offseason for him to really truly return to form, which is the argument that his agent made this offseason to uh, both the Vikings and from what I understand, the Dolphins and I assume the Jets. Uh, he also made this argument publicly on a number of podcasts as well. And so that seems to be kind of the, the animating reason that, um, you know, Cook believes and his agent believes that there's still a lot left in the tank for him. And that may be the case. I'm not going to say that it's wrong, but it is something where it seems like his decline in efficiency had been happening for, for two years. So um, I don't know that that's the case, but I don't see the player that's as explosive that makes as many good decisions um, and that always kind of has um, that diversity of, of running capability uh, with him because he ran a lot of different styles in that really amazing 2020 season. He ran outside zone, inside zone, duo, gap. He ran every kind of running play, but... Uh, here in 2022, it seemed like he was really limited to zone-style runs, which kind of limited what the Vikings offense was capable of doing. Arif, having covered Dalvin Cook, you got to know him a little bit as a person. You know what he was like around his teammates and his coaches. Tell me a little bit about what we wouldn't know here as Jets fans from covering Dalvin Cook throughout his entire career, his relationship with teammates, coaches, what he's like as a person, everything off the field and all that. And also, as far as what the Jets are getting here as a player, I've said frequently, this reminds me a little bit of when the Jets signed LaDainian Tomlinson at the end of his run with the Chargers. Now, Cook's a little bit younger than Tomlinson, but it seems like the trajectory is heading downward, sort of like Tomlinson at the end of San Diego. Now, Tomlinson, people forget, gave the Jets a handful of really good games at the beginning of the year. He faded. 
he had pretty good overall numbers, but if you look at where the production came, it was in the first six weeks or so. I've said many times that given the situation with the Jets and Brees Hall, if Dalvin Cook could do that for the Jets, then it's a perfectly acceptable signing. But of course, the question is, how much does he actually have left in the tank? How much of what he did numbers-wise last year was a product of the Minnesota Vikings line? And could he come in here and be the type of player that the Jets are looking for him to be? So where are you at right now in terms of where Cook is as a player, what the Jets are getting? And then talk to me about Cook on a personal level. Yeah, it is difficult to talk about Cook the person. Um, I'm going to talk about some off-field stuff in a bit, but I can tell you, you know, what his teammates, what his coaches think of him, um, what uh, his impact in the community has been. You know, he has been. It's been important for him to uh, make sure that he puts, uh, you know, some money back into the community that he has started um, an organization. I think it's called Chef's Table um, because it's one of his nicknames, the Chef Dalvin Cook. Uh, to make sure that food is more accessible uh, in Minneapolis. I'm sure that he'll continue those efforts. So that's something that's been important to him. It's something that, you know, the Vikings have kind of assisted in making sure that, uh, you know, that that uh, runs uh, as efficiently as possible. Um, in terms of his relationship with his coaches, relationship with his teammates, um, you know, obviously most of the time when you talk to teammates about a teammate, you'll hear some positive stuff. And Dalvin Cook is no exception. Here, I think that there is something pretty genuine in that. I think that, um, you know, teammates really do look up to him a lot. Um, I think that, you know, he has been important in the running back room in particular, the way Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook talk about each other, I think is I'm not going to say uh, rare, but somewhat uncommon uh, in the NFL, just in terms of the relationship that they have, um, the way that the backup running backs have talked about Dalvin Cook, sometimes unprompted about what Cook does, um, has meant a lot. And I think that he has been kind of a big part of that locker room culture. Um, but there is another side to this. You know, Cook has always been nice to me personally, but, you know, we have a professional relationship. He's got a reason to be nice to me. And what somebody is like to you or what somebody is like to their, uh, you know, coworkers is not necessarily what they are like in their personal life. Right now, Cook is involved in litigation involving an allegation of uh, domestic violence with a former partner of his. Um, that uh, is still ongoing. Um, neither party has filed criminal charges, but what had happened was um, that his former partner um, had filed, uh, you know, a lawsuit against him, um, alleging a, a number of acts of violence. I don't really want to go into detail in describing them here, but they are, you know, fairly graphic. Uh, and uh, he countersued, uh, claiming that in fact she had engaged in domestic violence against him. Um, the way that the series of events plays out obviously everybody can come to their own judgments all, all of this is public you can find it in publicly available written documentation as well as in reporting on it um, my understanding is that uh, she went to his home in order to pick up um, some of her belongings that had been left there he alleges that she broke in using a garage door opener that either um, she kept uh, over the course of the relationship or had stolen at some point after the relationship had ended. Um, she alleges that after she had entered the premises, whether it was illegally or, you know, otherwise, I assume it's probably trespassing in either instance, um, that he engaged in violence towards her. Uh, he uh, alleges that, in fact, she had just been agitated and it started shouting uh, and then eventually started hitting him. She alleges that she hit him only after retaliation of a series of, again, fairly graphically described violence. Um, and so this has been ongoing. Uh, there has been documentation that Cook's team 
um, initially offered a settlement of $800,000, and when she turned that down, offered a settlement of a million dollars that she again turned down uh, in order to prevent her from testifying. Now, again, that sounds pretty bad to prevent her from testifying. It is a settlement. It would close the case. Any settlement prevents people from testifying, but that is the language that uh, her team had used in order to in order to you know release this kind of information publicly. So. Um, if it's a settlement that does not an indication of Dalvin Cook's guilt, obviously sometimes uh, you know, corporations or people pay settlements in order to make a problem go away really quickly, even if it's not something that they're at fault for. But very often we understand settlements to be that way because there's an expectation that they may lose in court. So again, anybody can judge on their own. Uh, the way people act in some contexts, it's way different than the way that they act in other contexts. These are all allegations that have been ongoing for about two years. Uh, and so this is something that, you know, it, it's it's going to be just kind of something that the Jets are probably going to have to deal with, because I think we're getting close to the conclusion stage of whatever this is, whether it's going to end in a larger settlement or it's going to end in an actual trial. We'll see. But um, I imagine that this is going to be something that we're going to see sooner rather than later um, be resolved in, in one manner or another. Um, but in terms of all the stuff that I can personally you know, attest to in terms of my interactions with Cook, in terms of the stuff that his teammates have attested to. It's all the stuff that you kind of want or hope to see in a teammate. It's all the kind of stuff that suggests somebody who's fairly professional. Um, again, always difficult to tell, but that is kind of without addressing that. Like, and again, you know, earlier I talked about how his character had been, in my opinion, unfairly smeared coming out of the draft. You know, here I'm going to make a judgment call and say, that these might have a little bit more teeth to them. And so, you know, one instance does not mean another instance is necessarily more likely or vice versa. Uh, and so it is a complicated story to tell with Dalvin Cook uh, as a person. But in terms of people that he sees as equals or people that he needs to, um, you know, be friendly with, he does all of that. He's never been assertive or aggressive with the media. Again, a totally different environment. But that is kind of the things that I can see and can attest to. Um, so again, complicated story. People are complicated. Um, how you interpret all of this information um, is up to you and whether or not that changes your opinion on Dalvin Cook as a person. Again, that's completely up to you. So those are the kinds of things that um, I think characterize Cook uh, story, at least as we can publicly tell as it plays out um, in terms of his you know, relationship to the Jets or what he's going to be able to provide to the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, there, there's, a, there's a lot there. I mean, the Jets have I've grabbed a number of running backs in the tail end of their careers. You mentioned LaDainian Tomlinson. I also remember, uh, if I think correctly, Thomas Jones. Um, you know, this is just a thing that a lot of teams do, but the Jets have uh, a particular history. And I think Cook is kind of in that category of somebody who is still effective and useful, but is by no means going to be the best back on the roster. I don't think Jets fans expect that. I think when Brees Hall comes back, everyone just expects him to take up the mantle. But, you know, I, I wonder or worry if maybe Michael Carter, who didn't have a great year last year, might be a better back still it might be being shortchanged really difficult to tell um with all of that in mind i think that there is some likelihood that cook uh is probably a better processor of the field than he seemed like he was last year i think that his vision last year was very concerning but also unusual it wasn't something that we saw over the course of his career so i think that for the most part he's likely going to make the correct decisions I don't think he has the same explosiveness that he used to have uh and so i think that there it's still there i mean I would still argue, for example, that versus Alexander Madison, Cook is just much more likely to get you a 40-yard run. But I think when you compare it to what he did in 2020 or 2019, those big plays are just not going to be there nearly as often. And so 
if if all of that is true, if he's less likely to be explosive, if his explosive runs are not going to go for as much, if a 50-yard run two years ago would turn into a 30-yard run this year, then you want him to be a bit more consistent in the, in the runs that aren't explosive, in making sure that a negative two-yard run turns into a zero or a two-yard run as opposed to staying a negative two-yard run. And it feels like, based off of what I've seen, that you're just not going to get as much of that as you did before, um, that, you're, that you're probably going to get some losses and you're probably not going to be able to keep the offense on schedule as often. And I wonder how that's going to affect Aaron Rodgers because Rodgers has always played behind a really excellent offensive line that has done a really good job with their really talented running backs and making sure that when they do run the ball, they're always on schedule. Now, the Jets offensive line, you know, there have always been injury questions over the past couple of years, so we don't really know, I think, how good it can be or how good it is. Um, My understanding is that it looks promising right now. I'm sure you or fans can correct me on that. Um, But I would suggest it's not nearly as good as that Packers offensive line, even the most optimistic scenario. And I would also suggest that Cook is not nearly as good um, as that combination of running backs that they had um, last year with the with the fourth round pick and Aaron Jones. I'm I'm forgetting the other running back right now. Um, Huge guy. But, uh, you know, that that combination of players was really effective. And Rodgers is used to being able to play on schedule in that regard. Um, and he's also very good at sack avoidance, so he doesn't play behind schedule because of sacks all that much either. So whether or not that impacts things, I think that that's going to be a pretty good question. Um, in terms of his receiving capability, um, I think that that Cook is a decent receiver. I think it is easy to overrate it because we think of running backs by type, and he is a fairly athletic back. He plays like a somewhat smaller back, still a three-down back. And so we tend to assign those types as being guys who are good route runners with good hands. And I would say Cook has average to maybe even below average hands for a receiving back. You know, I would trust him more than, you know, most goal line backs for sure, easily, uh, as as a sure-handed receiver. But I don't expect him to run a ton of routes outside of running back option routes and checkdowns or, you know, leaks to the flat or even a wheel. Those are standard running back routes. I would expect him to, to run those really well. But he's not a guy that I think you would split out into the slot and then try to, uh, you know, beat, uh, you know, a good coverage linebacker pretty consistently. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's Christian McCaffrey. Uh, and I think his hands just aren't as good as some other backs. So, um, you know, I think he's got value as a receiver, but it's just not a huge value add um, on top of other running backs. And so with all of that in mind, I would I would say that, you know, Cook is probably best served in a committee role, just so those injuries don't continue to pile up, unless he can demonstrate that he can take on a full load again, which, again, totally within um, the, the capacity or within, like, the possible set of futures that are available to Cook. But for me... I think that I'm not going to say he's washed, but I do think that he is in the middle of a decline. My friend Arif is on coming on and giving me all the details that I was looking for as far as what the Jets could expect from Dalvin Cook, not just as a player, but as a person who wanted to know the full story of his time in Minnesota and get a better idea of what's coming to the New York Jets. And now I have that better idea. Thanks, Arif. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out your Substack, and as I said before, Everybody should, because you're one of the best football writers out there. Talk about what they can get when they subscribe to your Substack. Yeah, so the Substack is called Wide Left. It is at wideleftpost.substack.com. Um, you can find me mostly. I'm talking about the Vikings at least once a week. Uh, I'm talking about the NFL at large at least once a week. 
Uh, it also provides uh, a home base because I am a freelancer, so I'm still willing to write for other publications. Uh, and whenever I write for another publication, um, I let all of the people who are subscribed to my Substack know with a short snippet and a summary of what I wrote uh, with a link out. And so it provides me with a place to put all of my work at once so people always have an area where they can find it, uh, as well as um, the ability for me to write whatever I want without having to worry about um, things like access journalism without having to worry about things like, you know, whether or not, you know, corporate would like this story or whether or not the story is SEO friendly. I want to be able to to talk in depth about, you know, what it means to have three safeties on the field instead of three cornerbacks or what it means to have different types of blitz packages available to you. So that's what you can find over at whyileftpost.substack.com. Again, uh, an emphasis on the Vikings, but uh, there's still going to be a lot of national coverage. Um, my most recent big story is about the use of artificial intelligence in sports writing and what the future may hold there. Um, it was uh, a labor of love to write. It's something I'm obviously very concerned about, but it's also something I've gotten a lot of really positive feedback about. So those are the kinds of things you can find there. I would love it if people would check it out. There's a free trial option for seven days, so you can see if you really like the stuff that's behind a paywall. And there's also stuff that um, isn't behind a paywall at all. A lot of my quick reactions after games are free. Um, some of my shorter articles are free. Uh, and then anything that is behind a paywall, a good chunk of it is is available before you hit that paywall. So I just want to make sure that everybody understands what they're getting into before they sign up. And then once they sign up, have an understanding of kind of everything that's available to them when they do. Make sure you go sign up right now over on Substack Wide Left. That's a reef Substack. Check out everything we've got up at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All-22 breakdowns, including one of Dalvin Cook. Does the tape match what Arif was talking about before? Go ahead and judge for yourself. YouTube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and Play Like a Jet. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.